Today is the fourth Sunday of Advent, and today in our gospel passage from the first chapter of Matthew, we see a few different things going on. Our passage begins with the great words, Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. We have the fairly well-known story of Joseph, to whom Mary was betrothed, a status that is more than an engagement, not quite marriage. And now Joseph, who is in this betrothed state with Mary, becomes aware that Mary is pregnant. And we learn that Joseph did not want her to be shamed, so rather than what he could have done, which was to effectively try her in the public square, was going to instead quietly break off the betrothal. And we notice that in the text, the term is used, divorce her, because it is that elevated state. It's more than simply the breaking of an engagement. Just a half step away from a fully recognized marriage. And as he's considering this, and he's sleeping on the question, we might say, An angel comes to Joseph in a dream and explains to him how this pregnancy is actually miraculous. Joseph, the angel says, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. She will give birth to a son who will be called Emmanuel. And as we know, Joseph did indeed take Mary as his wife, and when the time came, she gave birth to the baby boy that they named Jesus according to the instruction given to them by the angel. I think we can see in this brief review of the facts a sensitivity to the human condition. Joseph, largely believed by scholars to be an older man and most likely a widower, and if you want to discuss the reasons why that's believed, by the scholars just see me after the Mass and we can discuss it. Joseph does not need embarrassment in his own life. He's already an elder member of the community. And at the same time, he's lived long enough that he does not want to see a young girl put to shame. Now, knowing what Joseph was thinking, God sends the angel to explain what is going on and to reassure, that, reassure Joseph that everything is going to going according to plan and to trust God and go ahead and take Mary as his wife. Jesus does, excuse me, Joseph does. Jesus is born, happy ending, Merry Christmas. Well, while that is a happy story, I think it might be helpful to dive in a little bit deeper. And for that it is helpful to remember Unlike the common saying, it is not the devil, but it is God who is in the details. And there is no detail in the Bible that's not there for one reason or another. Today, we're going to take a look at the details of the names in this passage. First, initiating the whole issue that Joseph thought was a crisis is Mary. The name Mary has two meanings in its origin. The first one is beloved. Beloved is easy to understand. Of course, the young girl 
who was chosen to carry God's own son, to nurture him, raise him, to be at his side throughout his life, and to be at his feet at the foot of the cross at his death, of course, of course, such a woman is beloved. Now, the second meaning to the name Mary takes a little bit more thought. It seems to come across a bit strange. Because the second meaning of the name Mary is rebellion. The Blessed Virgin Mary is exalted above all others, specifically because of her obedience to the will of God. This is the one who said, Let it be done to me according to God's will. How could her name possibly mean rebellion? But it makes sense once we take a look at all she brought about through the birth of Jesus. What did she bring? A war against sin and death. An upheaval to a system of oppression and tyranny. An overturning of the tables. And quite literally those tables in the temple, but more so in the way with people way people interacted with others showing abusive systems to be the evil that they are and most importantly a destruction of a temple system a literal tearing of the veil that separated from God the Father instead of drawing people into relationship with God the Father Mary gave birth to a righteous rebellion in the person of Jesus Christ, fully God and fully man. Next in our story is Joseph. And the name Joseph means, may God add sons. This meaning is drawn from the 30th chapter of Genesis, where God listened to Rachel's plea, allowing her to become pregnant, and she rejoiced. And she called his name Joseph, saying, may the Lord add to me another son now in our story the angel tells Joseph do not worry Joseph do not worry God adds sons this son has been added by God the angel speaks to Joseph about the soon to be born son and reassures him about Mary instructs him to take her as, as, wife, as his wife is planned and if we take a look at that little bit of dialogue and we substitute the meanings for the names, we can read it like this. God adds sons, do not be afraid. The son within the beloved was added by God to set his people free from sin. Embrace the rebellion. And finally comes the name, or more fully, the names of Jesus. Of Jesus, in the text from the angel, Matthew starts the whole narrative with Jesus the Christ. And we have the angel right after saying, You will name him Jesus, and the people will call his name Emmanuel. So we have Jesus, we have Jesus Christ, and we have Emmanuel. And the name Jesus is a westernization of the Hebrew word Yeshua, which is also westernized as Joshua. And it means Yahweh saves. Or in, Eng or in fully in translated into English, God saves. God saves. Call his name God saves. Call his name Jesus. Because this son 
that God adds will save his people from their sins. It's going to do what? What? How does this happen? How does this work? Well, that's Jesus, God saves, is the Christ. Christ, the word so often mistaken for a surname as of Joseph and Mary were somehow believed to be called Mr. and Mrs. Christ. It's actually a title, the Christ, the Messiah. And Christ means Messiah. Messiah means anointed one. And in all of our biblical literature, we know from a few examples that the anointed one is a way of saying that a person has been set apart for a unique purpose or mission. Jesus the Christ, in other words, the Messiah, sent by God to save. And then finally we get to Emmanuel. Again, not really a name, but a statement of status. The angel says it plainly. Emmanuel means God with us. And this tells us even more about Jesus the Christ. God saves the anointed one whose mission it is to save God's people from their sins is in fact God himself incarnate among us. God and the person of Jesus, his son, becoming man through this incredible, supernatural, miraculous birth is God making his dwelling among us, Emmanuel, God with us. All of this, a little over 2,000 years ago, initiated God's redemptive work on earth. When we look around and we see that the work is not complete, so we pray together in our worship that God's kingdom come and will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Then, as we know that we are the body of Christ on earth, we commit ourselves to bringing about his kingdom and to doing his will. Because through the Beloved, God has added a son, initiating a rebellion against sin and death and oppression, because God himself saves his people from sin by being right here with us. Amen.